Good morning, and it's time to say good morning to, for the week uh, to uh, the great man himself, Dr. Andrew Corbett. Strike a light, Cameron. <laughs> great man himself. Yes, the great well, man himself. he couldn't make it, so I'm here today. So good morning, and <laughs> <laughs> we're just a few days out from Easter, and, you know, just it was a few weeks ago I was talking with someone as we were organising the Ken Duncan visit to Launceston, and because he's got this mega panographic screen and it's it's just going to be a huge mega wide screen and there was a little bit of concern about whether it would be dark enough around 7 30 at night for it to come up really well on the projector <laughs> well cameron it'll be dark enough you know it's it's interesting how <laughs> the light is getting uh less and less and we're in for a real treat in just a couple of days so tomorrow if you're in town and i know that there'll be parents who are possibly wondering gee what are kids a lot of kids aren't at school tomorrow a lot of schools are off so you're wondering what to do there there will be a launch or the launch of the ken duncan landscape australia exhibition at the qv mag at 11 a.m so if you wanted to come down to that there will be media down there as well so you kids you might even get on the six o'clock news there you go so uh, <laughs> mayor albert van zetten gets off the plane from china and will come straight to the qv mag oh, and gee. launch what a man the the ken duncan exhibition and it's going to be a real treat uh of course we heard from ken duncan just a few weeks ago how he actually had a literally a life changing moment when he was in Tasmania all those years ago, that's when he was on a photography shoot, experienced hypothermia, came within a whisker of death. And that's where he says it was at that moment that he met God. And being someone who was just a fairly typical Aussie, of course, he and Mel Gibson are best mates, and they, they sort of grew up as, as, I think in his own words, knockabout Aussies. But this was a life-changing moment for him. And from that point, he began to see what he was photographing quite differently. It suddenly looked different to him. And that is very clearly reflected in his photographic work. If you get to see this exhibition, you'll see exactly what we're talking about. So that'll be in the objects room. Pretty easy to find. Every parent who has taken their child to the QV mag knows where all the fun stuff is. Just go through to the tram where the coffee is, where parents can get a bit of peace. <laughs> and the object room is right there. Last time I was there, there was a Tyrannosaurus or something in there, but they've moved that now to make room for the <laughs> Ken Duncan exhibition. So that's going to be absolutely special. And then, of course, Friday night, we this is the biggest thing I've ever been a part of. Last year was big. We had nearly a 1,000 people there. That was nearly the one of the largest gatherings of Christians for a Good Friday meeting in the history of Launceston, nearly. I, we were six people short of a 1,000, so I think if we'd had a 1,000, we would have been about as close to the record as we could have got. So this year, look, it's a, it's it's big. We are, we, we've asked the, the Albert Hall to put more chairs out. We are really doing something way beyond us we're punching way above our weight and i'm mindful cameron that it was just a few years ago in the parliament of tasmania 
when debate was happening over whether the state should continue to recognise Easter as a public holiday, mm, yeah. that one of the comments from one of the very prominent members of the government was, we don't need Easter gazetted as a holiday anymore because Christianity is no longer relevant in our state. Now, as a Christian minister, I actually want to reply to that statement by by saying, hang on a minute, Christianity is utterly relevant to this state. Jesus is just as relevant today as he has ever been. In fact, I would argue more so. And this Friday night is a way is just a way of responding to people who talk like that. And we go we've got three really high powered keynote speakers who will will be able to speak to your friends who perhaps are sceptical, even cynical. Perhaps that's you. Perhaps you're sceptical. Perhaps you're skinical, skinical, cynical. Perhaps you listen to WFM because you really enjoy the great music the without all the noise of the, 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 the commercialization of it and you, you enjoy listening to the station. Thank you. We really appreciate you as a listener and we, we thank you for that. Well, this Friday night might be something for you to consider coming along too because we have Ken Duncan, the panographic display. There's a special projector that's going to be installed behind row 14 on the floor of the Albert Hall. That is a long way back, Cameron, and it, it has to be to project wide enough onto the, the special screen that will be on display on stage. So we have just a, a huge treat for everybody. It's open to the public. It's free. Just just come on in, and we 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 have Ken Duncan with his uh, display, his... his uh, more or less a slideshow of panorama around Australia. And then we have Professor Fred Watson, who is the Chief Astronomer of the National Observatory in Coonabarabran. He's also the Federal Government's Science Ambassador. He's a very cluey man. He's an astronomer. And he's going to show us the wonders of the universe. So we're going to see just and, and, and hear from him just of the the magnificent universe that we live in and he's a frequent guest on abc radio and also the project that used to be called the 7 p.m project and then we have a a, a hometown hero we we have professor tim mccormack grew up in launceston did his uh, studies in melbourne went on to become uh, a lawyer and and got a his doctorate in law, PhD in law, and is now one of the senior advisors to the chief prosecutor at the International Court of Justice in The Hague. Still, as the professor of law at Melbourne University, Tim McCormack has a, a very strong commitment to Christ and is going to make a, a very clear case that law does not work unless there is a law giver. Now these three speakers together, we, we, it's it's not just one of these people we think could fill the Albert Hall, but all three of them. This is going to be outstanding. We 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 are asking for people to support this by by being there, and and uh, I I hope that we can do just as well as what we did last year, if, and and see even more people come to the Albert Hall. It's going to be a great night. It starts at seven p.m. That you can actually meet these three speakers and have dinner with them 
and have a photo opportunity with them prior to at from five o'clock now i'm going to let you in on a secret cameron please don't tell anyone but <laughs> it's a special silver service high-end dinner and you know you know what that means that means you pay a lot of money for less food yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then order pizzas afterwards. <laughs> That's right. I actually spoke with someone who was used to going to these highfalutin dinners, and he said he always stopped into McDonald's on the way there. Just so he wasn't hungry after the end of it. But here's the secret. that This dinner function, you've got to understand, it's not my circles. I don't normally mix in these circles, but a, but a ticket to this dinner is $175. Do you want to buy a few for me, uh, Cameron? Mm. So I can go. Cameron, here's the, here's the thing. It's uh, so it's it's it's. I just want you to understand that's what it is. But here we've got a special offer for for WayFM listeners. If you wanted to come to this dinner and meet the three keynote speakers and have a photo opportunity with them, get to talk with them, and you then by coming to this dinner, you also secure a seat in, within somewhere within the front three rows, and so. If you put in, if you go to launceston.org.au slash tickets, where it says coupon code or discount coupon code, and you put in the word Good Friday, if you're coming as an individual, or Good Friday with the number two, if you're booking as a couple, you will save $100 on an individual ticket or just over 100 and Fifty dollars, over one hundred and fifty dollars, if you use the Good Friday two and you're booking as a couple. That means to come to this dinner and meet these speakers before the event is actually cheaper than you going to the movies and buying popcorn. Well, there you go. So it's it's a really good deal. It's it's it'll be on there today. If you want to use that that coupon code, you can come to that. And at the moment, there's. There's only about 16 or so people who are registered in for that, and we're expecting that by the end of today there'll be about 40 or so. So if you get in quickly, so you can see it's it's not it, you know it's not going to be hundreds of people. You'll have access to each of the speakers and be able to chat with them, and, and again have that photo opportunity. But use that discount code, take advantage of that. So this is a special treat for WFM listeners. Good Friday or Good Friday two. For a couple, but you have to go to launceston.org.au slash tickets. You can find out some more information about this on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Launceston Easter Festival. So there you'll see some of the, the information about that, Cameron. And it's, it promises to be a great night. Also, we've we've been promoing the multicultural event, which will be at the Tram Shed, starting at around about 5 o'clock with canopies... Not actually sure what a canapé is, apart from it's probably a very little bit of food, Cameron. Yes, it is. I keep thinking it's canopy, which means you're up in the middle of the forest, but it's not that. Yeah, well, that's because you're so cultured. I am, yes. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So canapés and a multicultural show for $20, and it's hosted by Joe Palmer, Southern Cross News, YFM partner, Southern Cross News, who will host the program. It will include... A Chinese, well, I'm going to say lute. I'm not actually sure what that instrument is. It, it could be a fifth or a, or a, it's a something. It looks like a cello, Cameron. 
and they, oh, they, they pluck yes, it. Yes, it is. It is. They pluck yes. it from the Middle Ages. And it's but it's a Chinese version of it, so there's a special uh, name for it. And so we have someone from China. So if you know people from the Chinese community, this would be a great opportunity to invite them along. We also have African drummers. Uh, that'll be great fun. We have. Um, you might want to bring your earplugs because we have the RSL Pipes and Drums band as well. They'll be bagging the pipes, and you can hear them if you're into bagpipes, which I am actually. In fact, on my because I'm a I'm a, a McCormack on my mother's side, which goes back to the settlement of Tasmania. Uh, the Cormacs are all up and down the Tamar River. Anyway, I digress. So there's that. And then there's also a special dance from Melissa Wimmer's dance troupe. And then we have Ken Duncan presenting a presentation on Indigenous Australia, scenes from Indigenous Australia. All that, canapes and show for $20 to be followed by, get this, Cameron, a three-course meal. Beautiful. For $30 with a special presentation by Ken Duncan called Around America. So $50, you get a four-course meal and a show. It's unbelievable. Someone said to me last night, I couldn't even take the missus to the pub (laughs) 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 to do it for that cheap. So this is... I wouldn't know. (laughs) But apparently that was what what I was told. Look, this is is just amazing value. Again, you'll see information about that at uh, launceston.org.au slash tickets and you'll be able to uh, take advantage of that. Cameron, I want to come back after that now that I've, I've sort of talked about it. Look, it's, it's, it's such a big thing. I wanted people to know about it. If you drop into Kurong later today, there'll be programs there on the counter. Grab a, grab a program from Victor. I've just given you a program there, Cameron. Certainly so have. you'll be able to have a look at that. Let's come back after the break. I want to talk about something which I think is a huge life skill and it's called firm but flexible. It's how to navigate life without losing your mind and i think it's it's going to be something that people will find interesting so let's come back after this and we'll get into that sounds good okay well um i'm feeling uh, very generous now i mentioned before we launched our album of the month from third day songs of worship their 12th studio album before we're going to play another song from their album their latest uh, single in fact featuring all sons and daughters if you're a, a third day, day fan and you went down to hobart to see them recently uh, then um, yeah, obviously if you haven't got a copy of the album, you can if you'd like one, then be the first caller through on 63340100 and uh, the new album will be yours. Daughters, that's off uh, the third day new album there. It's a good album. And uh, listen out for another opportunity to win yourself a copy uh, this week, thanks to station sponsor Kuron. And it's, uh, yeah, Soul on Fire. We're talking today with Dr Andrew Corbett and uh, a very happy Dr Andrew as well. Oh, well, thank you, Cameron. Uh, Cameron, when life presents challenges to us, one of the biggest challenges that we face is how we are able to navigate those challenges and yet stay on course. And I I like this word navigate. My hero, F.W. Borum, described his life as navigating strange seas. And I like that metaphor because... It, it gives you the, the picture that you don't always know exactly what life holds around the corner. You don't know what life's going to bring up 
your way. So it's, it's an interesting metaphor to talk about life being like a sea journey. It's one where if you've done a sea journey, you know, you've got to, you know, navigate by little twists and little turns, but essentially you make it from wherever you start to wherever you intended to end up. And I actually think that's a great picture of life. So this is the, the going from A to Z or A to wherever you're going. That's the bit that I would call the, the firm. You're able to be firm in your direction. You're, you're able to set your course and chart your course and get there. But Cameron, you know that along the way, people are going to say things, do things, circumstances are going to happen. Life is going to throw up all kinds of unforeseen challenges that are going to cause you to have to adjust, trim your sails, take a take a tack, move around this. And that's the flexibility part. So when we talk about being firm but flexible, I actually see this as a, a really valuable lesson, especially for parents. Uh, one of the things that catches a lot of young people off guard is that they perhaps live a, a fairly carefree kind of life. They then introduce a child into their home and suddenly things change. It's, it's a, a child is a beautiful gift, a wonderful gift, but the reality is that child doesn't know the rules yet and that child isn't, you know, is not going to understand that you're tired, you need space, you need sleep, you need whatever. That child's, as a, you know, weeks old or months old, that child's just going to scream, I want something and I don't exactly know what it is. And every parent knows that, you know, you, you've got to figure, okay, is it hungry? Is it thirsty? Does it need a nappy change? Is it tired? What, what's going on here? So there's a certain amount of flexibility that young parents need to be able to introduce to their life and here's one of the greatest guiding principles of this firm but flexible idea of viewing life and it's this life has its seasons life has its seasons see when you're young and you're going through something oftentimes that's all you can see it feels like this is it. It feels like this is now what life consists of and will always consist of. But that's not true. Just as on a sea voyage, there are seasons, if you will, there are, there are weather patterns that you go through and having done a little bit of sailing, there's, there's sailing conditions that are just not... <laughs> They're not friendly, Cameron, and I'm not uh, someone who has particularly sailed what they call green. That is where the, the waves are crashing over the boat and the boat is, you know, um, you basically take your sails down because, basically, because it's, it's just so rough. Your objective is just to keep the boat upright. And sometimes you can't do that when you're sailing green. You've got to be very careful. I, that's not... That's not my idea of fun, but in, a, in an around-the-world ocean race or something like that, that is inevitable. That will happen. Many 
when they used to run these around the world ocean uh, open ocean sailing competitions we know if you if you can remember what is it that fella uh, not barry moore but whoever it was who got who went down in the southern ocean and and was in these huge waves and his his boat got destroyed yeah. and the australian navy had to come down and rescue him and there's all this kerfuffle about oh you know why do we have to rescue these you know multi-millionaire sailors who do this for pleasure uh not i i wouldn't find anything pleasurable about sailing through that no. but but sometimes life is like that but here's here's the thing life has its seasons so young parents you, you have a baby you introduce a baby to your home life seems very difficult at that time but it's a season it won't last and this is where you need to still be not only flexible but you still need to be firm so i want to come back after the the break cameron after we come back from news and i want to talk about how we get that balance right between flexible and firm let's come back after the news Awesome. Good subject this morning. Hope you're enjoying it. Time now for UCB News. It's nine o'clock with Dr. Andrew Corbett with us this morning. And um, I like the subject this morning being firm but flexible. Yeah, firm but flexible. And we mentioned that it's, it's about navigating life's challenges. And I'm particularly mindful that there are parents or new parents and you go from being single and 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 life looks like something when you're single then a child is introduced to that and i see parents who are not firm but they are overly flexible and what that means is that they deprive the child of one of the main things that we all as human beings need but especially children need and that is this consistency so being a firm but flexible parent means that you understand life has its seasons. You parent your toddlers in a certain way. You parent your preschoolers in a slightly different way because it's organic. It's growing. And it's not, it's not that you're you know, tacking in that sailing sense of we've gone left, now we're going right. It's that, no, we're, we're actually heading to that port over there. It's still a thousand miles off or a thousand kilometers off nautical miles but we are just going to make little little deviations here and you know just up and just go around these waves and do that kind of thing that's the flexibility bit but understanding that when you're a parent life has its seasons your 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 newborn baby that you bring home is going to keep you up at night now these parents who say oh my baby just sleeps all through the night and sleeps eight hours a day well bully for you <laughs> you, you'll discover that it won't always be like that but that's okay it's it's a it's a flexible moment where you have hmm. to go look you're going to be a little bit sleep deprived and young mums need to understand this it's a season where you know your baby is going to keep you up it's going to depri- you are going to just dis- you are going to plumb the depths of sleep depri- deprivation you are going to discover new realms of tiredness you never knew existed the moment you become a young mum and, and andrew knows because he's had th- what three kids four four, four, four yes yeah. yeah and so <laughs> uh I, I i do have a little bit of background on this cameron so when when this happens, you need to appreciate it's a season. But let's move into the next season. This is the firm but flexible. Being firm 
means you've got a big picture in mind. So to come back to that ocean sailing metaphor, you've set off from the port of Launceston and you're heading to Auckland. Now, that means you've got to cross the Tasman. And, you know, people attempt to kayak this. So, good night. I would never do that myself. And I'm not sure that anyone's actually successfully done it yet. But it shows you that if you can do it in such a small craft, these other yachting, sailing vessels can can do it. So, Auckland is is a, a yacht city it's a, a, a lots and lots of sailing happens in and out of Auckland and and it's so people people do this so let, let's take this as a picture when when you know we're, we're leaving Launceston and we're heading to Auckland you've got a, you've got an idea that you're going to have to go through a strait you're going to have to go through a, a sea you're going to have to go through another strait when you go in between Wellington and Picton you, you're going to have to come up you know all these things you've basically got an idea of where you're going now by doing that i think it's a great picture of life as well but this is the challenge i wonder how many people know what the destination looks like how many people have got a a picture of what life is going to look like for them when they reach the the autumn of their life now what is the autumn the government is telling us at the moment that for many people they were told autumn could start at 55 autumn might start at 60 maybe autumn might start at 65 now the government is saying push it back to 70 75 i think i heard uh, joe hockey say it's not unreasonable for someone at the age of 70 to start a new career anyway so having (laughs) (laughs) having a picture of well okay what will my life look like when i am 70 no what, what will it look like what do you want it to look like now for some people they get to 70 and and it's as if life has whooshed past they've got there and it, it's just happened so quickly in fact i i would invite you go go and find a septuagenarian someone who's 70 or older and ask them tell me what it tell me what it feels like to have achieve 70 and and most will tell you this happened very very quickly it happened very very quickly so if it happens that quickly it's worth understanding that you 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 can actually have a a bit of a vision of where you want to be where where you want to go At, at the age of 70 what do you want to be like who do you want to be like what do you want to have what do you want to have achieved who do you want to be on the inside if you're a, if you've got the privilege of being a parent, who who do you want your children to be? How do you want to shape them? How do you want to? So all of these questions are really what does the destination look like? And by answering that destination question, you're able to set a firm course. Now, once you've got that in mind, so for example, when I reach the age of seventy, I want to be completely out of debt. Uh, be able to fund my retirement however i can do that and i want to be a sweet older man who's encouraging to others and whenever kim hears that she says you want to be a sweet old man (laughs) yeah well she says you've got a a lot of ground to make up fella (laughs) (laughs) my wife can be very encouraging 
so that's the destination and and a part of that is you know i want i want the the investment in my children to reap dividends as well i want them to be able to pass it on i want them to be able to raise grandchildren who who love god who love people who have a volunteer spirit who who understand that you know no one else is responsible for their actions but them they they take responsibility you know all these values that i have that i hope we've passed on to our children i hope they pass on to their children so along the way once you've got a firm direction in mind you can then be flexible so let's let's talk about some of those flexibility flexibility issues now but it starts with having a big picture end game in mind it's when you do that you you start to take a longer term view now you might be right now you might be in your 60s thinking oh that's all well and good i wish i'd known this when i was you know 30 or 40 even my life would certainly look different now one of my favorite movies in fact as it turns out one of the all-time favorite movies of people is the shawshank redemption camera and apparently voted the number one movie uh among viewers so not by critics or anything else but people just generally vote that as an, as the number one movie of all time and it's got a really profound message in it. And it's this, despite your circumstances, you can still achieve your goals. And it's it's a powerful portrayal of a man who took a 20-year vision. But you see, he had a 20-year vision before he was wrongly incarcerated in prison. And even though the negative circumstances of being incarcerated in prison were a setback to him, he kept with his plan. He flexed within his circumstances but kept he kept his boat heading in 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 the navigated course he kept going and i think that's a great metaphor for life so along the way you recognize that the daily things you do add up the those moments those little little m moments and those capital m moments they they add up and you can also um find that for example when your child says oh can i have this no can i have this no can i have this no can i have this oh oh all right you've just taught your child something in a little moment that you think is inconsequential and you think you're being flexible but you've you've actually stopped being firm and that's important to maintain firmness and appropriate flexibility. Cameron, let's come back after this music break and we'll talk a little bit more how we get that balance right between being firm and flexible so that we can navigate life's challenges. Great. We'll be back with more shortly with Dr. Andrew Corbett. Um, listening to Dr. Andrew Corbett and his wise words this morning on being firm but flexible. Well, I think it, this picture of navigating life like a sea voyage and figuring out this is where I am, this is where I want to be, and you chart your course and for many people this is an exercise that they haven't undertaken where where do you want to go what do you want to be for some people this situation right now looks so hopeless can i just digress a little bit just a little bit and it's this for some people their situation looks so bleak so dark so inescapable that they can see no way out 
And for those people, they often resort to some very, very drastic measures that have dire consequences. This is... I want to be careful here because I don't want to so... I don't want to actually work at cross-purposes what I'm trying to do here. But there are some people who, who attempt to end their lives and in doing that, as they are doing in the middle of doing it, suddenly they begin to realize there's other options. And many people who survive their, their own suicide attempts come out of that going, oh man, there were options. And it's interesting how if that's what happens, if that's what happens in the human psyche as, as people are doing that, what about those who are successful at suicide? They actually may be ending their life with newfound regret in the, the, the split seconds just before they take their life. Now, Cameron, this is a very, very sensitive topic, but I'm saying this with the motive of something. If you feel life is just beyond you at the moment, the challenges of life are beyond you, I want to remind you of a couple of things because life will have its seasons. That sea voyage from if you did go in a, say, an eight, nine, you could probably do it in a seven-meter yacht from here to Auckland, I, I tell you what would happen. You, you, you go at the wrong time of year. You go in the wrong conditions. You might encounter a storm. That boat's going to rock back and forward. But you know what? If, you've, if, you, if your boat's in good condition, you, you'll be able to ride it out. You'll be okay. You'll be okay. But in the middle of that storm, it feels like, oh, man, is this what the rest of my life is going to look like? I can't handle this. And I'm going to tell you, it's not what the rest of your life is is going to look like this is a storm it's just a season it's just a moment it's just something that does not define your life but it's it's one of those moments of your life that will pass so when we talk about being flexible you sometimes have to be flexible to realize you know i was really hoping to get through these 10 items on my to-do list today but a storm's just hit I'm not going to be able to get it done. And you've got to somehow go, you know, that's okay. I'm going to pick myself up tomorrow and I'm, I'm going to keep pressing forward. And for many people, they, they reach the dilemma of I want, I'm here, I want to be here, but I don't know how to get there. And for those people, there's, there is hope as well you you can find someone who's done it you may be able to have direct contact with them or you may be able to get access to something they've written or even a youtube clip and you can learn how i'm told by the way that the how-to industry is the fastest growing industry in the world today it used to be that people thought education as such or the information age rather the information age was the fastest growing sector of 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 society but now we know it's the instructional sector the how to people want to know how to and they don't necessarily want to have to go to university for four years to figure it out 
they want someone who can just give it to them concisely. So if you're wondering where your future might lie business-wise, you might want to consider that. The instructional industry is the fastest growing industry at the moment. The demand is huge. So you can always figure out how by getting the right and appropriate help. So when life's challenges are so intense, you need to recognize that sometimes those challenges come from people. Sometimes people, Cameron, can be just downright nasty. Sometimes they can be inconsiderate. Sometimes... Mm. Sometimes people are going through their own storms and we fail to recognize that that this person's going through a storm and you need to show a little bit of flexibility, uh, to use another word. You may need to show just a little bit of grace when when dealing with them as well. So being firm means this is where I'm going. As a parent, you might say, I want my children to grow up to be courteous, polite, well-educated, which, by the way, may not necessarily mean well-schooled. I think there's a difference between learning and being schooled. And I want my children to know how to serve others and care and be considerate. And I've got to tell you, if that's your, if that's your port, if that's where you're going, and that's a great vision to have in mind, I'll tell you right now, you're going to have challenges. It's not going to be easy. You are going to have to be able to flex as you do this. So in order to do this, you you need to figure out this is where I want to be. As someone comes along your way, and this is an interesting thought, and I'll, I'll close with this, Cameron, that as I consider the greatest man to have ever lived, the greatest man to have ever walked planet Earth, he was phenomenally firm. You know, at one point it says, and here we are in what's called the Passion Week, as we remember him, it says he set his face like flint to go to Jerusalem. That's pretty firm. In fact, he set his face like flint to go to Jerusalem so that he could go outside Jerusalem and die for the world. He did that in a stable in Bethlehem, in a manger in Bethlehem. His life is a life was a life that was lived with mission from the moment he became human. And in that final week, we call Passion Week, the week of deep emotion, He it, it, it's described that he set his face like flint to get there. But here's what we find. Along that journey, we, we discover that that three-year road to the cross, Jesus was interrupted by people up in sycamore trees, Women come and tugging on his clothes. A funeral procession that cut across his path by women who weren't from Israel who came and begged for crumbs off his table in a metaphoric sense. In other words, there were so many things that happened to seemingly interrupt Jesus of Nazareth. And here's the interesting thing. As firm as he was to get to the cross to die for the sins of the world and he did it exactly on time when he did that but he was also flexible enough to deal with what appeared to be life's interruptions jesus shows us that interruptions are not disruptions interruptions are often moments 
and nearly always they are moments with people. And he shows us that sometimes our schedules might get in the way of the bigger picture. It's not about ticking off your to-do list. It's not about meeting your schedule. It's actually being of use to others. And he did that by being firm. This is where I'm going, the cross. I think we need to be able to do that as well. We need to be able to say, this is where I'm going. I'm going to be that resourceful, sweet, old man, despite what my wife says, (laughs) 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 who has children who love God, love others, are adding value to society and community. And along the way, I'm going to get lots of interruptions. And these interruptions are not disruptions. These are moments with people. That's the flexibility. And as a, as a parent, when, when you do that, you're, you're going to discover that your, your children will test you in this. They'll test your limits. And I want more parents especially single parents, because it's a tough call. Single parents have twice, twice the responsibility with half the resources. And if you're a single parent and you're tired and worn out and flustered, let me tell you, there's a very good reason why you are. You have a very, very tough job. And I, I hope that there are people around you who, who can help. But it's, it, is, it is tough. It is hard. And you do have to stand your ground and be firm. But understand... There will be those moments of flexibility when you when you flex, but keep keep in mind where you're actually heading, where you're going. Do you want your child to learn that if they nag enough times, they can have whatever they want in life? Because it's not just with you. They'll learn this as a principle for dealing with anyone. And I think that's a really bad principle as a parent to pass on to your child. But I also think in life... They need to see in you that persistence, consistency, determination, and hard work will, at the end of the day, get them somewhere. And that's a great set of values to pass on to your child. And it means that they're observing in you a degree of flexibility, a degree that life has certain seasons where you are going to have to work hard. You are going to get less sleep, but it's worth it. It's worth it being firm but flexible. Cameron, I want to thank everybody for their support of WayFM. We've just, over the last few weeks, we have just been so blessed as a station and I thank you for those people who have made that. We've still got a couple of hills to get over. Uh, so if you're able to help out, wayfm.org.au slash donate, we would greatly appreciate it. And I hope to see everybody at the uh, Launceston Easter Community Festival uh, Good Friday night. And then at the Inveresque Precinct, there's the, the free dance workshop. So if you've got, got a young girl, little girls who want to come and be a part of a dance workshop, that'll be at the Inverest Tram Sheds at 10 o'clock. And then from there, there's the barbecue that starts at about 11.30 at Inveresque as well. We'll be having a free sausage sizzle down there. There'll be music, dance, entertainment, lots of art and craft. The Ken Duncan exhibition all happening at the Inveresque Precinct. And then the multicultural show. Did I mention that? Canapes show hosted by joe yes palmer and then the three course meal 20 and 30 for 50 dollars for a great night's entertainment tickets are limited so go to launceston.org.au slash tickets and grab your ticket to that event karen um you're on holidays next week i will be yes have a great time we will be back after the holidays to continue our wednesday morning discussion and we'll chat then
Okay, great. Thank you, Dr. Andrew Corbett, for a great uh, message this morning.